Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Pame! Our lexi for today is pneumonas, pneumonas or lungs. The lungs are the major organs of the respiratory system and are divided into sections or lobes. The right lung has three lobes and is slightly larger than the left lung, which has two lobes. The lungs are separated by the mediastinum. This area contains the heart, trachea, esophagus, and many lymph nodes. Interesting facts about the pneumonas or lungs, they're self-cleaning organs which begin to heal once they're no longer exposed to pollutants, toxins, and smoking. Getting regular exercise and eating well are two ways you can keep pneumonas healthy. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Yes, us. And if you've been following the Kefi Life podcast for months and months and months, you've noticed that every couple months we speak to the doctor of Chinese medicine by the name of Christiana Cagnoni. We've been talking about, we've been, we're in a series of seasonal wellness and we find ourselves now transitioning back, doyo, back to the fall season, if you can believe that one. Uh, Christina has joined us once again, Christiana has, and she's going to talk to us about the elements, the organs, colors, smells. Why does this all play into seasonal wellness? Without further ado, my dear friend, now, always, Christiana. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We're coming up on a season where we see the leaves fall. It's chilly. And I'm wondering, is this one of your beloved seasons, Christiana? This is my, without a doubt, my favorite season. Interestingly enough, when I was young, before I ever got involved in Chinese medicine, it was sort of my worst season because I would be sick. I would, as soon as the mold got on the leaves and all these different kind of things, I'd get respiratory problems. So I know a lot about this energy. It is the energy of metal. Autumn or fall is related to the element in Chinese medicine of metal. And it, it, is no coincidence that when you get a sinus infection, it tastes like you're sucking on a penny. Okay. Yeah. The metal is there and that they must have discovered this some 7,000 years ago. The organ functions that it affects are lung and large intestine. Lung is your immune system. It's bringing in the air. Large intestine is letting go. So it's helping you 
take in new breath, but let go of things that you don't need. When someone has an imbalance in their lung energy, they're usually sort of pale in their metal element. And so the color is white. The quality of this season is harvest because things from the maturation of summer and what we've gone through the doyo again, um, things are harvested. No coincidence, the sense organ is the nose, right? That leads you to your lungs, you know, your breathing in your lungs. The fluid is mucus, as gross as that sounds, but that's also, you, when someone's mucus is colored, you know that they have some kind of an infection. And um, dairy doesn't do people any favors as far as mucus. Usually that generates too much. Um, the skin is also an indicator for uh, different kinds of imbalances, diseases, if you will. And if their skin is and in the fall, oftentimes it gets very dry. I live out here in the mountains in Arizona and dryness is always something you have to pay attention to because it can be damaging. Um, the emotion for this one is grief. And as we talked in another time, when people have loss and there's been so much loss on the earth uh, in the recent past couple of years that they've seen a high incidence of not flus necessarily, but pneumonia going up because grief affects the lungs in that way. And then people get pneumonia. Um, I moved out West because the moisture in the Midwest didn't help me. My, my lung and large intestine energy didn't like all the humidity. So I do better in the drier climate. Can I tell but, you, I, I really admire and respect that because I'm the type of person also, if the climate was affecting me, my environment was affecting me, I would have to move. I would pick up, sell, and go where I needed to be to feel well. I did. I, went, I came out west sort of by accident to go to Arizona State University. And then I was like, wow, I feel really good out here. <laughs> and uh, my biggest allergy as growing up was mold. And of course, anywhere that it's moist... Now, people have a misconception there's no mold out here. They're wrong. There's mold here um, because we do have rainy seasons and that brings mold, but it's not prolific like it is in the Midwest. But, but paying attention to your surroundings um, will help you have better health, okay? So like I said, I mentioned dairy. I'm not anti, anti-dairy. I'm not promoting it one way or another, but I'm just saying... If you take in nutrition, that then all of a sudden you're clogged, you can't breathe, or you're coughing, or something that that's an indicator your body's not tolerating it. My my greatest thing is to help you help yourself. That's my practice theme, and to have you notice how do you feel after you've eaten that nice raw carrot, or how do you feel if you've had you know a cup of eggnog or something like that. Um. Paying attention to the body, if people would pay more attention to their body and listen to it, truly listen to it, uh, like, you know, getting up in the morning, how do you feel? Do you feel refreshed or do you feel like, oh, gosh, I've got to get out of bed? You know, what, what kind of night's sleep did you have? Did you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep? Or, you know, how much sleep did you get? All of these things... It's just like taking a, a vehicle to a gas station and if they tell you to put regular in it, but you put high test in it, that's not going to go well on your engine or vice versa. 
What are you putting in your body? What are you doing with your, are you listening to your body? Are you exercising and moving it? So even if you have something going on in there, it can move through. Um, But this time of year is a great time of year to finish projects. You're winding down, coming into nice, cozy winter, which is the next season. So you can keep busy, but this is, I found this is a great time for introspection and inner wisdom. Because you can still be outside. We have these, sometimes we have nice warm days. Other times it's chilly. Sometimes you feel like soup. There's lots of sports if people like sports. But it's a time to start to look inside, nurture yourself. Um, I think the body has such resilience and people don't realize this. And if you listen to your body, then you'll know what it needs and then it will respond. It's, it does. It really, truly responds. If you take nice, deep breaths, if you're a shallow breather, pay attention to your breathing. I say it in every episode. It's the first thing you do when you get here. It's the last thing you do when you leave. How are you doing it in between? I, I really have come to love that idea and practice of breath. And I do practice it. And I, I feel like it's a great way to slow down. You were saying that that's a technique to slow down. Uh, And also you said something that I think is really critical. And I think that's what I love about this podcast is I want people to do two things for themselves. And this is just how I feel about life. I think it's important for each person to nurture themselves and to advocate for themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have people pay me to advocate for them to go and ask questions of the doctors. And I tell people, I, I love Western medicine. Allopathic medicine is very necessary if you get a doctor that will not sit and talk to you about what your concerns are, that might not be the right person for you. Right. And it's okay. And I like to know that my doctors, I go to doctors. I like to know that my doctors are taking care of themselves. I asked my doctor, how are you? One doctor said, (laughs) my doctor said to me, nobody's ever asked me that. And I said, well, I want to know how you are because the better you are, the better off it's going to be for me. <laughs> you're, a <laughs> so, pa- you're a tough patient. Little do they know that when you walk in and you need something, you're actually looking at their tongue. <laughs> and, I, yeah, and I have a notebook. I have questions. and But I advocate for people. And I say, if you don't want to ask the questions, I'll ask the questions because you need to know the answers. And there's there's a lot of different options to do with things. But the fall is a time to just really clean up your life. Clean up your life. Clean up your life. Live a clean, you can still be light with your diet. It's a great time to go outside. You feel the change. Have you not gone outside and felt the, when the warmth started to go away and you can feel the fall in the air? You feel it. It's tangible because it's a little crispier. The air is a little cleaner in most places. Um, So you want to do that with your life. You want to... I think it's good to try to maintain a light feeling throughout all the seasons. And some of that comes from what you, you're thinking. Some of it comes from, um, you know, what you put in your body, how you, what you eat, what, how your exercise is. And again, it goes back to just paying attention. You know, how, how are my teeth? How are, what's my hair like? There's all these outward signs that are telling you what your body, what's going on in there. You live in there. 
You know what I'm saying? You live in there. Oh, this is this is your pod. This is what you're living in. And if you don't take care of it, I mean, I see people that take better care of their car than they do their body. And you know what? That's a great, you know what? And you wonder why people say to themselves, I'm not feeling well because you live in a place that you don't like. Right. Or you put garbage in it and then you go to bed. What do you expect when you wake up in the morning? If you've put garbage, candy and pop and all this other kind of stuff. And you know what? I, there's an important lesson. You can fool yourself and you can fool others. But I do believe in the divine and you're not going to fool the divine. So all truth telling is, is being honest with yourself and being truthful to yourself is really important because uh, I used to have this real affliction after I'd work so hard in Chicago and come back. I'd want to give myself a famous hamburger, if you know what I mean. Just oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. one. It was me rewarding myself for all my hard work and my shuttle rides. And one day I sat in the parking lot of this famous hamburger chain and I thought, I don't even know what this is made out of. Why, what kind of reward do you want to give yourself? You're going to give yourself that kind of reward. And I never felt good after having it. And I thought, here's the real reward. I love myself enough to prepare something before I leave and put it in the freezer. And then when I come home, I can have a home cooked meal that I made that was made of good ingredients. So what you put in your body says a lot about how you love yourself and how you think about yourself. Amen, sister. And I think that was a great analogy. I really do. And I haven't had one since. And that was probably 15 years ago. (laughs) I love it. It was a psychological thing because my dad, one of the things I I love my father, one of the things I used to get when I did good on my school or chores, it wasn't that kind of a hamburger because that place didn't exist then, but I'd get me a hamburger. So I realized oh, I can just sit down and say a little prayer to my dad or something. I don't need to put a hamburger in there. Aww. <laughs> so so we, a lot of our eating is psychological and well, the rewards and all those kind of things. And I'm not saying an ice cream cone once in a while or something like that, but I'd rather eat a strawberry or a blueberry or something like that. So what you're putting in your body, just take a look at it. Be still with it for a minute. And say, is this good for me? Not to mention, though, when you do expel things out of your body, pay attention to that, too, because that tells you something. Ooh, what do you mean? How does it look? (laughs) How does it look? Uh, You know, we won't dive deep into that, but I do ask people when I see them what their elimination is like, whether it's fluid or solid. And uh, it it can tell you a lot because if you're, you know, and there's so much truth to what's being taught out there now about the gut brain connection, the gut heart connection. None of this, if we set our head on a nightstand at night, that would say, okay, well, the head can be sitting over there and it doesn't have to work. You, you don't separate anything. You're one entity, you're one being. So your gut does affect your brain. Your heart does affect your, your gut and vice versa. And they know it by cells and things like that nowadays, but just looking at your body, like your immune system is the most important thing in the fall. I start preparing my immune system in August. 
we have fallout here in the typical time in September, October. I start boosting my immune system with herbs and good foods, different kinds of foods that are a little longer lasting nutritionally in, in the late summer, in the, in the doyo, because the immune system is, is fall. The immune system is one of my favorite subjects. And one day we'll have to have you back to talk and dive more into that because the immune system is really fascinating to me and I believe in it wholeheartedly. But Christiana Cagnoni, uh, doctor of Chinese medical medicine and does acupuncture and Qijong and knows so much about staying well naturally, holistically, and just, just, just in so many different ways. I've worked with you and I've spoken to you. I've learned so much during this seasonal wellness series, which now concludes. I want to thank you so much. And if there's other people, if there are other people on the planet who have listened and enjoyed this, please now share with them ways to get in touch with you so they can learn even more. Yes, the easiest way to get a hold of me would be my email. It's Christiana with a C, Cagnoni, C-A-G-N-O-N-I at Gmail. And uh, I respond that way. And then if someone wants to dive a little deeper, we can do, you know, a, a number of different things. I'm happy to help people help themselves and understand themselves. Well, I think that's the biggest help is your attitude and also your approach that it's sincere and from the summer season from the heart. Healing from the heart. That's the name of my practice. That wasn't by accident. Wow, that just came out. I didn't even think about that one. That's it. Healing from the heart. I I just love people and want to help them have a better uh, present moment. You have yourself a fabulous season. Stay well. Stay healthy, my friend, and thank you so much. I will. God bless you. God bless you. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. The colors that will dominate this fall are sexy and rich. Latrice Eisman, executive director of the Pantone Color Institute, says that as we look forward to the future, we see two emerging paths that, while completely diverse, are inevitably interconnected. This intense dichotomy comes through in our color choices for autumn-winter 2022, where we see bold and brash colors that lend themselves to exaggerated statements, reflecting our desire to embrace life with full vigor, coalescing with an array of neutral and natural tones that embody a sense of calm and containment and satisfy our need for harmony and tranquility. Latrice, that's quite a statement. So without further ado, friends, here are the colors to make it all as well, Olakala, this autumn-winter 2022, beginning with Molten Lava, a fiery red tone. Dragonfire, deep orange tones. Meadow Violet, I believe speaks for itself. Abundant green, like in the forest. And Spicy Mustard, evoking a strikingly exotic feel. It's Olekala when you add a little pizzazz to your fall wardrobe. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.